0: Þetta er frá og list á Best Frequencies for...
1: you know when i walk into a dance the bounce
2: Well, well, well. Oh, okay, we got a sound check. You are at mic too?
3: Check, yep.
2: Wow, we're I back in clear. the booth.
3: Feels good.
2: We have Buck and I am the familiar voice uh, that is Lionel J.
3: Best. You should know by now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright, you're listening to Talking Noise at Noon. Today... All all stuff.
3: Is it 420 yet? I want to get blunted.
2: I don't smoke weed anymore, but I listen to music that makes you want to smoke
3: weed, because I, I used to smoke weed. I only smoke right before I'm about to go to sleep. That's also a great time to listen to music. I,
2: I don't listen to music before bed. Whoa. I listen to podcasts.
3: Part of me feels like I'll internalize it and subconsciously, like, learn I don't think that's the case, but... What are you
2: drinking? It smells good. Coffee.
3: It's, it's just the don't... <clears throat> it's the Pete's... It's the Pete's Keurig pods, literally. I don't know. It smells good. Now we're some coffee bitches. We're talking about weed.
2: Right. Okay, Where's because... <laughs> what goes well with dank? A good cup of gel.
3: All that a hippie speedball shouts out pit stands.
2: That is a scary thing to call that. But yesterday I did a kombucha car bomb, which is where you take a juice shot. What's the other part? You take a juice shot and you Uh, throw it into a kombucha. And it does, it it car bombs like an Irish car bomb. Oh, that's fun. Have you had one before?
3: A kombucha car bomb? Irish car bomb. Uh, yes. My friend's 21st birthday. They're
2: so good. Oh yeah, I don't drink anymore either. But I have good taste.
3: Now, if you want to talk about people that smoke weed.
2: Oh wait! Now we got a mic One of them is in the room. <laughs> is the weed
3: in the room with us? Right now? Is the, right the big weed in the room
2: with us right now? <laughs> I did just hit my weed pen upon walking in because I heard we were going to listen
3: to this ca- You got to carry this show.
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> in the words of a of a artist, I don't know if you know her. She's internationally recognized a producer and honestly just um, chock full of wisdom the board lord said dubstep is not a dirty word (laughs) and uh, that is the title of our show shout out Daria Uh, safe travels on your European tour (laughs) hopefully she'll be on the show when uh, she comes back but we have the Obstacks and tall because Tall does not go by their stage name on the radio. Uh, really? Nope. Yeah, I feel like y'all are our honorary co-hosts. Wow. Y'all are on here the most. Mm-hmm. What if you and Tall switch and were me and Kenny instead?
3: It'd be a real <laughs> quiet show.
2: Y'all, y'all would be talking. <laughs> I don't know, I think y'all would talk music. I guess so. do you hear this one dubstep song? And they'd be like, yeah.
3: Yeah. Inspire. And they'd be like, no,
2: play
3: it. <laughs> they'd be like, this part right here.
2: Now I have to make this happen. <laughs> um, I have a couple more tracks coming up. Uh, the first two that you heard were my picks. The next two, I'll talk about them later, but yeah, we got Brother Sport by Animal Collective and Warm Pulse by Unguzu Unguzu. Okay. Yeah. We're in a bag today. <laughs>
4: to open up your open, up your open up your open up open up your open up your open up your open, up your open 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 up your
2: Ha, ha, ha i didn't turn the mics on suckers um turn me up can you hear yourself no i'm just kidding oh, okay i was like oh whoa. <laughs>
3: proverbial turn me up
2: sound the- boy
3: drink yeah no more like that
2: resident sound boy um so <laughs> we are listening to nothing but wub and dub today the last four tracks that you heard including the opening two were my picks. I love Flying Lotus and I was like wow I never could put him in a genre like in a smaller genre box other than electronic because he's done stuff that sounds like R&B he's done the dub shit he's done what the folks call intelligent dance music
3: I hate that term but also, always stayed faithful to the L.A. beat scene and low-end theory. Exactly. Which is really cool. He never left the roots to like, the SP-404 and, like, the beat ciphers. At least spiritually, you know?
2: No, you're right, because he still has stuff that has that really, like, 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 like that fucking swing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you can only do that on a 404. And it sounds like
3: thing but you're right he's 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 gone everywhere
2: yeah he's also done some soundscaping i want to say for a saul williams film that was an sf film last year i don't want to misspeak but i feel like i saw that name on there Did
3: did you see his movie
2: yes yes i did people said it
3: was gross and i was like i don't I don't find a lot of things gross, but...
2: You're talking about the one that started in, like, the front
3: yard, right? With, like, George Clinton in it. The Fly movie. How... You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I
2: saw a short film that he...
3: Like... Wait, Cujo. Isn't it called Cujo?
2: No, I haven't seen that. Me okay. neither. Now I need to know. Kenny's right, it's, like it like it it's like I'm a... Looking
3: spo- up. Okay, spoiler, close your ears. I think someone told me, like, a bug crawls out of George Clinton's ass or something.
2: Oh... Now I really need to see this. right? Um, I, I've seen George Clinton live. <laughs> My only contribution to this. I didn't know this existed. The thing I was thinking about was like there was a short film that I believe had either Flylo's music or it was a music video and short film that he put together. And it like started in our front yard and it was like a it was like a shooting of a black child. Oh, trigger warning. I'm sorry. That was really unexpected. Um, and then, like, it was like everything was frozen in time. And people were, like, like there were, like, spirits dancing through it. Yeah. What's the movie? Called Kusa.
3: Kusa. Kusa.
2: How do we spell that?
3: Zach Fox Starring
2: Kusa. Zach Fox. Zachary Fox. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Tall and Birdie are here. But I I can go fetch them. Yes, please let them know. Um. I guess the thing is, is like that Hudson Mohawk track had some really cool dissonant housey pianos, and I really liked those. And it was also the. First time I heard something that kind of reminded me of hip hop in Dubstep. Uh-huh. And then
3: Whoa, that's a really good point.
2: And then the last track, that's like kinda how it ties into the Unguzu Unguzu track. Like uh that was the last or the most recent track that I played and it's like I was saying off air, I didn't have knowledge or verbiage of what deconstructed or industrial club music was. So, like, when I finally found out about Kalayla in, like, 2013, 2014, and I, like, was really into her music, and I was, like, looking at all her producers, that's how I found Unguzu Unguzu, And I started listening to all their DJ mixes, and I was just, like, all this music made me feel like... I was, like, wow, this is, like, the dark side. I was, like, this is, like, the more goth side Uh of the, like, happy, very, like big room edm and dubstep i was listening to in high school it's, it's
3: easy for it to be silly trying to sound big you mm-hmm. know is the thing but you 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 uh made a good point about the hip-hop coming and i feel like that's um people are starting to unpack the like musical anthropology thing of like early dubstep but not quite the later where like hudson mohawk and like you know because there's this idea of a genre called trap that's like just, yes. just you know, beats, just instrumental beats, and it kind of sounds like dubstep, but with a hip hop influence, like Porter Robinson. I fucking and, like, love E-prom, that style of trap. And I feel like no one's quite analyzing that yet. It's been, it's a little too recent, you know.
2: It's a little too recent, but it's also something that I think people kind of shove into a dark corner because people have been criticized for calling it trap, and like adjacent to trap rap music, but I was like, no, right. they're so similar, and it's literally derivative from that. It's just them taking... Yeah. It's them literally taking away the vocal aspect and just focusing on instrumentation, which is fucking tight, because in its own way, I think it pays proper reverence.
5: Right.
3: Period. But um Yeah, I mean, it's just acknowledging that the drum programming from... Early, a vocal trap is really cool and different than like anything that's come before.
2: I like it especially
3: like drill with like the, the super busy hi hats and everything. A lot of a lot of early Chicago drill is like really close to dubstep. So you're saying we're gonna do a part two? Huh. but then it's got like all the symbols and like orchestral. Yeah, it kind of checks out.
2: We're going to do... Have you
3: seen Chief Keef with the Orchestra, that yes! video?
2: <laughs> I think I put it in one of our show notes. I'm actually... Kennard, I'm going to play your music next.
3: Per oh. cringe time. Her. So,
2: yeah, I think that gives us a cool little um, break of tunes. And then... Wait, do you want to say anything about your tracks before we go in? Because I'm going to start fiddling with the boards and stuff.
3: I thought that this music was invented because the universe knew it. I had just started smoking weed.
2: And that's all I'll say about that. I smoke big weed. I, I don't. I don't. That that was in theory. Oh, wait. You know, there are people that um that know me in a working context here. Uh, I don't smoke weed. I, I work. I serve coffee. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to control my narrative here. Oh. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's such an interesting thing because there's also so many different. Um, there's so many different like offshoots of like okay dub reggae, and then when people talk about like dub and jungle, we brought yep. you a stool. Oh
3: wait. Mm -hmm.
2: Tall Yeah, bro. (laughs) Tallton! Jumping in,
3: tapping in the conversation.
2: (laughs) I'm just gonna laugh the whole time.
3: I'm gonna- You can trade when your butts get uncomfortable.
2: Alright, we have three minutes and I kinda wanna properly introduce uh the rest of our guests. Um So we're gonna go into a music break after this, but we have three minutes to shoot this shit. What are we gonna say, y'all? Take the chair, someone take the chair. Wait, I'm not even stoned and I'm disoriented. What is going on, bro? I can't officially introduce you yet, Bert. Or should we? We should spend three minutes. Oh my god, we have. Working. Wait, wait, wait. We have obstacles right. in the building. I'm, is this working? It is, is, it it is working. Tell me if you need me to turn it up. Okay. Oh. Okay, yeah, y'all both talk kind of quiet. Now say something.
0: Hello. Oh, yeah, there we go. Hi. Ooh. Hello. Okay.
6: I can hear that
2: too. <laughs> y'all wub, sound wub, great. Wub, wub. <laughs> Okay. we step stepping. Wow. Okay, for the last two minutes, I'm just going to keep saying wow. But I think Bert should introduce himself.
6: What's up, y'all? I'm Bert.
2: Y'all, if you don't know who he is, it is the Obstack. Rave aficionado. Rave organizer. Sound master. Man that feeds many men.
6: Meme poster. Prolific meme poster. Prolific meme poster. That's actually my primary thing these days.
2: Uh, new chocolate hobbyist. Yeah. that's your new that's your new hobby.
6: Chocolate, I fuck with chocolate.
2: I'm like
0: chocolate klepto.
6: Yeah, definitely. Sorry, can't, I
0: can't. I can't
6: out. I'm outing you on them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we don't dox on this show. Um,
6: I do believe I have probably racked up like definitely thousands of dollars worth of fucking chocolate. This station, it,
0: this show is sponsored by Berkeley Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding.
5: Stop laughing. Okay. It's a joke.
6: It's a joke. I don't know where that is. <laughs> I don't fuck with Berkeley like that. <laughs> Stay far away from Berkeley, y'all.
2: Listen, Tall. Tall's been on this show a number of times, but in this context, introduce.
0: <laughs> Hi, my name's Tall. Um, I'm a friend of Bert's. Uh, his personal driver. <laughs> I too enjoy dubstep, but not I'm not a dubstep aficionado like Adam
6: Herbert.
2: Alright. We're gonna play Kenny's a uh, screw dubstep and then um we're gonna I'm gonna get myself.
6: Hey. And we're gonna talk. I should have brought some chocolate. Fucked up.
2: I have snacks. Alright. Come now. Surely we can be friends.
7: I know so much about you. I love you, look at everything I've done for you, you'd be nothing without me,
5: why don't you answer me, I bet you're busy talking to some fucking slut, fucking spank,
7: is she hotter than me, would you fuck me, are you gay? Did
2: this song just call me a slur?
5: On Facebook.
6: After eight years, we're pretty excited over here to announce that the official BFF.fm app is now available to download. Take Best Frequencies Forever with you on your mobile device, on your tablet, your cell phone, whatever you want to call it. Stream the live feed. You can catch up with your favorite DJ's past shows. You can check out new genres. And you can even pop on a podcast for your daily, whatever it is you do every day. So grab it today in the App Store or on Google Play. Just search for BFF.fm.
2: Are you feeling it now, Mr. your
1: Que bebió el vecino, no sé qué aprendió, a la gente, no sé qué le dio. Pero uh, todo el mundo está loco. está loco, todo el mundo, todo el mundo está loco. está loco, todo el mundo rayo del coco. Y yo solo sé que montaron.
4: FF.fm,
8: best frequencies forever.
0: Community radio. All your friends are doing it.
2: Yeah, hi everybody. I uh Yeah. Wow. Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? Everyone is so pensively in thought that they didn't put their headphones on. It's like sitting in a real stoner circle. <laughs> wow i know kung fu (laughs) wow all these uh what what are what is the name (coughs) for people who love lovers of dubstep websters
0: uh what's that what's that bass nectar song
2: bass head bass heads well no because that's akin to like crack right yeah i don't like that okay I'm not into crack like that. I'm sorry. All right, we're gonna ask you questions now.
6: (laughs) When did you fall in love with the dub? Um, I kind of want to say that it was like just grime stuff, you know. Like I really fucked with like Dizzy Rascal. Um, Mm. was that Uh, one white boy the streets? The streets. You know, like, all that kind of shit, like, kind of, like, brought me into that more, like, UK stuff, like, post, like, drum and bass jungle era stuff, you know? But Wait, like, so oh. Dubstep
2: came after drum and bass? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, okay, I don't know Dubstep history. Can I get a little lesson?
6: I mean, I don't know too much of the lore. I don't remember. I mean, I, I probably knew 15 years ago, but uh, just all these people experimenting with different sounds and like there was like that club forward and people would just experiment with like these like new tempos and it's like people who a lot of people who came out of like this sort of like drum and bass jungle era so it's like a lot of this sort of similar sonic aesthetic but then just half-timed and like with dub elements you know with like dub delays and reverb and stuff like that dub echo wow, wow wow very stoner very stoner basement vibe shit you know It's like when
2: you think of, like, something being slapped and then, like, everything just, like, Yeah,
6: this sort of, like, reverberation into your, like, bones type of thing that I think people really fuck with, like, sub bass, you know? Sub bass is fun, like, if you're on a, I think a lot of people, people talk about this, like, but it's, like, you don't really experience it until you experience it on, like, a real system that has, like, the capacity to go into, like, sub 30, 20 hertz, you know, bass frequencies where you're actually feeling it through the ground and through your body where it just becomes a way more of an immersive experience.
2: We need a sub-bass museum. Yeah and
6: I think that most of the time you're just like hearing it and you're hearing it but you're missing a lot of like what it feels like when it's like played on a proper system. Still-
2: you hear that 1015 fulsome
7: <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. Actually I'm, gonna, I'm not I'm
0: gonna ask this question. I don't I'm gonna have this I have this idea, right? Like, UK dubstep, they have their roots in, like, sound system culture, right? Like, the real reggae and, like, the attention to the sound system. And I wonder if American dubstep and, like, brostep is so focused on, like, the mids and the crazy squelching noises. Because the, like, we don't have that sound system culture, like, thing in America as, as much. No. Yeah. We so.
2: have a home theater systems and little,
6: like... Fancy desktop speakers yeah and i think it's also because people were doing a lot of the production via software like on computers they're just like listening to it through their like computer speakers and stuff you know so it's not like you know i think the people who were doing it still had access originally still had access to like some something gear and acts, like, real string reverbs and stuff like that you know like you hear a lot of the earlier dubstep stuff a lot of the stuff is like they have real reverbs and real delays on that shit so I think that when people moved into primarily software production like you're just utilizing a different set of tools in a different listening environment Yeah right? Shit You're hearing frequencies that come out of your laptop speaker for example that you're not going to hear all the sub bass so there was not emphasis on just like a really low sine wave taking up all the space. you know mm-hmm.
2: Have you and Daria talked about this because she said something very similar Okay Not really About yeah. the context of music and making music for very specific contextual listening mm. Um in her, oh my gosh, was it, it was the interview with this guy. Oh my God, I think it's called like, Re, it's not, it wasn't on air, because that was this girl. Oh my gosh, it's like reverse something or like real something. See, you see, I can remember people's sets, but I can't remember
6: people's words. I think that uh, what Paul said I think makes a lot of sense um, It reminds me of uh, uh, You all know David Byrne From uh, Talking Heads Wrote mm-hmm. a book called How Music Works And he was basically just like That was the whole premise of his book Really aside from him Sort of like glorifying his own Like artistic process <laughs> Was really just more about like How different environments Shape the different kind of musics That come out of it You know yeah, And drugs so, too And drugs yeah So like that's part <laughs> of the environment Yeah know? yeah yeah But uh, you know like If you're playing, used to playing in like these places with dinky sound systems in a bar then like that's where a lot of like punk music comes out of because it comes out distorted and it makes sense in that space because you want to be able to amplify those sounds over like a bunch of people like in a small room and how all these things are really sort of like determined by like I guess your access to environment and gear you know and that's what's going to shape your sound of course like the tools are definitely going to play like a big role in like whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, I think it makes sense that like people who are making music on laptops primarily are, are going to be making stuff that comes out of those speakers, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: God damn. We just can we have a moment of silence? Wow, this was really nice in context with the headphones.
0: Is this calm truce?
2: God damn, it is. <laughs> well, you know what, Miss Musical Girl Boss?
0: Not even. <laughs> I just I had a calm trues moment.
2: Me too. Ten years ago. Did you smoke weed then? ten years ago. Is that when you were smoking grape swishers? No.
6: Wait, tall had like a grape swishers like. (laughs) When I was
0: when I was in high school, I smoked weed, so I was smoking swishers and stuff.
6: Grape specifically. (laughs) Everyone make it (laughs) What's wrong with the grapes? I need to know the.
2: (laughs) Did I say with the (laughs) name?
6: That's a real bay shit though
2: i hate it i kicked a person out of my house for smoking grape swishers in it it was a date too i'm black um (laughs) that doesn't exist (laughs) um i was gonna say that was really like i don't know i guess i haven't thought about that like i'm just like oh damn i've been making music and i'm just like damn I think about where it's gonna go, but I don't think about like what it sounds like when I'm, like the context of the room that I'm making it in and translating that. But I'm thinking about like, wait, how did, how were people doing that back then with less? Or like with stuff that's analog, and I'm just like, fuck, this is kind of uh, racking my brain a little bit.
6: Yeah, I mean, it's also just like what they're envisioning the dance floor to be like. Like, there's- like, I think there's there's definitely, like, party scenes or, like, music scenes that are, like, definitely people who know they're going to be playing their music outdoors versus, like, in a club, you know? So I think that those are going to bring out, like, really different things that you can bring out in sound. Like, in a club, it's going to be way more reverb and there's going to be, like, you need to have sounds that hit and are, like, loud and they are just, like, solid and, like, you feel it right away. But I think that people who play, like, primarily outdoor festivals or something like that, they're going to have a different that they could explore sound with. You know, there's gonna be a lot more reverb and a lot more delay and a lot more sort of like really tiny nuances if you're playing big festival void and function one sound systems that are like really clear and they're outside and they don't have to deal with like any sort of reverb coming back from the space or bass traps or anything like that. And it's literally they could just have sounds flying around the dance floor, you know, and they're going to be producing something that's gonna, you know, be able to highlight those sort of things and utilize whatever these sound systems can can do, you know.
2: That's fucking true. Oh. Damn. You know, Wazima has a function one sound system. We should throw they, a dubstep re, party
6: there. Do they have those? Now? I thought they were just renting them for those shows. I mean, I we should bring them to the them. forest. We should d- definitely take those things outside.
2: I thought they bought them. Now we need to do some investigating. Damn, I'm shooting all the shots. Firing them off. What's up? Sick. And then I'm going to... What is it? Interrogate Tall about the tracks that they picked because uh, those are up next. Oh, uh, what
3: was I gonna say? Oh, I just, I think it's also worth mentioning that it 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 took a it took a few years for the sound to cross over to America, and by that point you had people that had pushed the sound design to like that really tinny kinda of point, like you had like um, SpongeBob r- the early Rusko, I was gonna say yeah. and Spongebob by Koki was like the stuff that Yo! really broke that sound and kind of made it okay for everyone else to make stuff like that and i think in like in 06 07 there were american artists making very mellow dubby stuff as well that's what i like but like i i think america's more philosophically inclined almost to like like bombastic kind of annoying sounds you know
2: i'm just sitting here like damn i didn't i don't smoke weed so real so but I'm just sitting here like God damn I have a lot to think about I'm just gonna sit in my studio like Can, like that um, guy sitting on the toilet meme
6: yeah I do think that uh, that is a super valid point like I do think like American especially when like when there's a transition from like white artists that are taking it yeah. something from from like black artists and like trying mm-hmm. to turn it into their own thing there's a lot more yeah. influence with like just even like punk and like metal you take all these things like oh they turn rock and roll into like metal and they turn like uh-huh like you know these sort of things into like punk they, they, there's a noisy element that i think invokes a sort of like this sort of like dance floor sort of like escapism not even escapism but just like the way people know how to move for example it's just more like jump up and more sort of like you are just like moshing around and you don't necessarily need to have some sort of like hip-hop dance skills and or you rhythm have, like, sort of noise yeah or rhythm which, which is, you know, like, people will, like, talk a lot of shit about that, but I'm just like, yo, it's valid for everybody to move, so people are going to find a way that invokes that, you know, whether or not you know how to dance or have rhythm or not, like, there's a, there's a freedom in that, and people...
2: And just getting your body active. Yeah. Yeah, so I like, wasn't being snide. Yeah. I, sh- I realized I, mean, like, I was you like, You can Whoa. be too.
6: Like, there's a... You totally can make a valid points and a lot of arguments around that and make fun of a lot of people and it's super valid. No, no, but, I don't want to. I wasn't being snide for once. Well, I will be, but... Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, y'all should learn how to dance, but... but um, God damn. But, you know, but, like, even if you don't know how, dude, like, there's, you know... You have a right to have a release on a death floor And mm-hmm. it's fucking cool And it's something that like everyone should have access to And I do think like noisier elements bring about that Because that becomes center stage And it doesn't need to be about like drum patterns It's just more about like you having this thing electrifying The sound electrifying your body And you're able to release from that
2: Damn I have a thought But I really want to interrogate all about Why did you choose these songs? Um, because they're coming up next. So it was just random songs. Most
0: of the dubstep that I actually had on my computer, I literally just typed in dubstep to my iTunes, right? And when I was actually downloading dubstep, until like maybe like six months ago, it was all when I was a teenager. So it's all like, I want to say early 2010s type stuff, maybe. Uh, uh. So those are that's my introduction to dubstep. Except for the main face track. But like, do you have them to play in the order that i sent
2: i did i think there were there were three that i couldn't find okay but um the ones that are coming up it's night by night by chromio yeah the moment i heard that i was like damn i was taken back to my days of working um, in retail and then, what this calm choose track no the night, by produce, night. yeah okay um, i was about to say what, do, oh!
0: what what are the ones you have because i might want to arrange them a certain way
2: oh girl bossing Night by Night by Chromio, okay. then Forward Thinking okay. by Main Phase, yeah, uh, get it the okay. Casper remix, okay. and then CMYK by James Blake.
0: Okay, can you play Night by Night, then Get It, then CMYK, then Forward Thinking? Period. Because that would be the order I heard them all in, and it. it
2: no, I yeah. love that. Um, sick. Okay. Let's we do have it. it done. Um damn well we do have a little bit more time I going back to what Bert was saying this is something that I actually do gripe about where I'm like okay intentionality as a DJ in the things that I play especially as of late because I was like my library is so stretched out like there's it's there's a bunch of shit in there and like this show kind of really showcases that for all of us and like all the guests that we bring on which is why like I'm so stoked to do this episode and how it came together literally like so fast and like right when we showed up um it's because there's so i don't know there's just there's so much where it's like oh yeah like i was talking about when we were off air earlier i didn't think about it like consciously but i was like wow when i heard kalayla for the first time i was like this sounds like a black woman singing on dubstep and it kind of is because like look at who her producers are look at where they're from look at fade to mine as a record label um here we go oh well fuck me i mean you keep talking let it play in the background you know whatever you can clean that off your phone absolutely not we'll talk later i
4: know inside of me That's not just about us When we don't know which way to go And it doesn't really matter what we do There's gotta be one good way to know
8: On the line, it with the straight stay on A- the ground. If ain't my Just get it, 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 just get just get it, 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 man. In my sleep, give me my bread because my talk ain't cheap. Grand Poo Bar at the top of the heap. Make classic shows, should last a week. Skirt in the beat to the Z like Zaw. Not that dude here that ain't going to mall. You can try to bite with the shit that's hard to swallow. Fans at the stage like we got the Apollo. You know it's simple how I bust it like a pimple. Shorty like to see my temple while she's sipping Shirley Temple. Hey, i be that dude, the legend, the myth. Grand Poo Bar smoke like shift. Ain't gonna be no buts as if you don't feel this in your One here, make a there. This one here, make a fat girl
7: dead. This one here, make a fat girl dead.
5: I found her I found her red coat I found her I found her damn red coat I found her I found
4: her red coat I found her I found her damn red coat I found her damn Look, I found her. Damn. Red coat. Look, I found her. Damn. Look, I found her.
5: I sat
7: tuned All right, time. No more. Run
2: real wub Caught what off guard guy? yet again. What? That's,
6: um, that was actress. Yeah.
2: Our. I listen to a lot of actresses. Oh, you are.
6: I fuck with actress.
2: Mm-hmm. Once again, if I didn't listen to dubstep, we wouldn't have this lovely collection of a uh, background music. I love how damn both of y'all clocked me though. Is this Comdruse? Is this actress? Fuck y'all! Y'all not supposed to know. Um. I- <laughs> Any closing thoughts on your choices, Taliana? Um,
0: yeah. So, what, the first two was the Casper song and the Scream one. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, Bro Step was huge. And I was like, what's this kind of stuff? I didn't really step. understand Upstep at the time. Then the third one was that James Blake one. I heard that and I was like, well, this is crazy for me. You know, it mm-hmm. was like totally different. I want to say that was like 2011 or something. I could be wrong. Uh didn't really listen to dubstep after that for like many years, maybe some like future bass and then like there's like the whole trap thing with tonight and then did you play did you play some tonight? oh no,
2: Adam was talking about this you wanna okay
0: and then but then recently listen to dubstep again that main face track I think was the first track I heard that got me. More into it. Maybe it was like last summer. And I was like, wait, this is sick. And it sounds more like that. I mean, it's called the 2006 mix, right? So it's like that scream and like benga kind of thing that I wasn't really aware of when it was happening at the time.
2: That's kind of fire.
0: Hopefully more dubstep. No. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. 2023, year dubstep. Wait, a Bastion Goat board? Lord. A board goat dubstep project. No, no, not a set, a project. Shidded. With- Shidded
0: with three Ds? Shidded.
2: <laughs> yeah. And put a T at the end. Bert, I'm turning it over to you.
6: Your choices okay um what are we starting with um Roots, in, is roots root- and is it Roots it's Roots I Am I don't know why it's spelled like that but uh that track I just picked honestly I picked all these because these are just what on my what were on my drive but uh because I thought that's what we were playing off of but uh this one is by this producer named Disrupt who used to be like a break chord producer I don't know from where somewhere in Europe and he started this label called Jotari which is like basically like 8-bit dub music so using a lot of like sort of like game boy sounds and just sort of incorporating like dub elements into them so i just i don't know threw that in paul and i was actually just talking about that like the sort of like eight bit sort of sort of sound that was happening in early dubstep stuff mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it's fun it's like i think a good intro to sort of combining electronic sounds with like dub music basically
2: i hope it's i hope this is what this sounds like because i was like I don't know. I don't know what the track sounds like. I'm being schooled here. I'm really going in blind. If this is the wrong version, I will okay. find the right one on YouTube. Okay. And you can okay it. You can thumbs up or thumbs down when when it plays. Okay, yeah. um, Stillness by Alan Johnson.
6: Stillness by Alan Johnson. Um, that's like a newer producer that I'm not super familiar with. But uh, just has a really good um, production aesthetic. And... Philosophy, I think a lot of his sounds and like sort of like spatial imaging is really cool. And I thought the theme today was like like, trippy music. So I was like, okay, that's a really trippy track, you know? (laughs) You are so right. Um, The Pinch track, that's a chamber dub. It's a really popular like classic Pinch track. Pinch is like one of like the OG like dubby dubstep guys from the UK. Actually, like uh, in like 2005 or 2006, I played a lot of like the early like dubstep warehouse parties out here in the Bay and def- played some parties with pinch and distance and some other like uk like og brus but uh influenced by that sound ever since then like like i was like you know dabbling Bruh. with it but i that was the first time like when i got booked to play one of those shows where i heard like the dubstep like out of like a big system in a warehouse and i was like okay mm-hmm. this is this is this makes more sense you know yeah started digging into it more around then but like I don't know, the scene is kind of weird out here in the Bay, like, especially when that was happening. It it was, like, really sort of, like... The crew that was throwing it was uh, this guy, DJ Ripple, who was kind of, like, this, like, burner type of DJ, but, like, very anti-burner, though. Like, he was very, like, way more punk in his sort of, like, philosophy and aesthetic and was definitely, like, wanting to push, like, black music, even though he was a white dude with locks. But, um... (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, but he was cool and he threw a lot of the, the sort of like really big like dubstep parties um, along with like Grime City and SF like in like 2005,
2: 2006. That's fucking wild. Also, what the fuck? This is why we had Bird on the show, everybody.
6: But yeah, Pinch is like set. Like it just sounded like you were fucking underwater and it was like really trippy. I was just like, okay, like this has a vibe, you know?
2: I do have a random question. Does... Did any of this influence the kind of music that you like to
6: make? Um, yeah, just like a lot of bass stuff, you know, like us just sort of like emphasis on like these heavy sounds and like really low frequencies. I I really like that sort of thing. And just a very sparse product sparse like drum elements. Like most of the music I make is actually just kind of like really minimalist, just drum drum exercises with like synth stabs here and there, you know?
2: I'm such a big fan, you guys.
6: Also, okay, I'm gonna get really nerdy.
2: So. When you played Susfest, 2022, yo, I Shazam, yo, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Simlish. Um, I was Shazaming like half the shit you played, and is that also why you listen to like the newer stuff? You listen to like the neon on the track type things, like the spooky
6: bizzle mm-hmm.
2: stuff. Is that also? maybe like an offshoot from you um yeah doing I think, all of this other
6: i think a lot of it is like just sort of like these trajectories that make a lot more sense you know like moving back out of halftime because i think i started off djing like faster music you know and then i think stepping back out of that i was like okay there's like there's also a trance you can go into with faster music that like i think we were gaining freedom from when people were experimenting with these different tempos and stuff you know but then there was like a full return back to like all right like fast is also really good you know and um and you can see in like a lot of like today's younger DJs where everyone plays like 150, 160, 170, 180 BPM tracks, like all night, you know, like, just sort of return to like your body moving in a way that um, also induces trance, you know?
2: A thousand percent.
6: Um. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely very interested in the trance space of like going into sort of like being hypnotized by a particular rhythm or something, you know? I like that. So a lot of stuff I do play... I mean, I play a lot of different things. It's just very, like, um, context-dependent, of course. But I think that where my heart lays is definitely, like, very percussive, very sort of, like, um, trance-inducing, ecstatic dance type of, like, you know, almost um, ceremonial type of music.
2: You said ceremonial. All right. Uh I want to get into your tracks before... We don't, because I keep asking you questions. But I'm just going to ask you more questions <laughs> off the air. Um, hmm. Let's hear him. Oh, question about... Okay. The, out, the track Outback by The Whiddler. Yay, that's, nay.
6: Um, that's like a kind of like a dubstep, like in the sort of more bro step, you sort of seen like classic. But uh, it just has, invokes a very... It invokes like a very desert sort of feel which I think is aligned with like it's, it's the track title and you'll hear it it just feels like you're just on another planet type of thing
2: I think collectively because I also saw that you had a James Blake remix, remix. the Stop mm. What You're Doing can we just collectively talk about James Blake being a fire-ass R&B artist a fire-ass folk artist and a fire-ass dubstep artist
6: like bruh Bruh. Bruh. I mean, I, I love his music, but honestly, like, whenever I put it on or hear it now, like, I'm always just like, You, roll you your eyes. I'm always just like, bro, you need some sunlight <laughs> in your life. <laughs> like, that's just the, the thing that I feel. Because feel so sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm always just like, eh, you should move somewhere with some sun, and maybe, maybe we'll I, see what happens. You know what, <laughs> what makes.
2: Oh, I feel like there's a couple of tracks that he's done that make me feel really happy. It was stuff that he uh, collabed with uh, Channel Tress on.
6: Okay. okay. I don't think I've heard any of that. But that yeah. Sounds right, that sounds about right. Channel Tress will brighten it up, you know?
2: Mm. Another one of my producer also, crutches. One of the tracks... Sonically.
6: Right, one of the tracks on my playlist, if you can find it, is like the Maddie G one. And Maddie G is like uh, from Santa Cruz. But... Uh, but he was like welcomed into that sort of like dubstep scene, even by the UK bros like back then, because he was one of the first people to sort of incorporate like a very like hip hop sort of element into like the dubstep. So I wanted to play that track too, just oh. as a sort of like Bay Area sort sure of shout out to.
2: You know what? I think I'm just gonna look it up and then YouTube it. Okay. So yeah. I'll play it at the end of all of these. Okay. So I mean, any closing words in 30 seconds? Um, no. Um, before we get into yo
6: tret. just play them. Oh, whoa. All right, you heard it.
8: Friends don't let friends operate community radio alone. BFF.FM is looking for volunteers to help power the little station that could. Check out BFF.FM slash
4: Ever since I was a youth, I've always been searching for the truth. But having been told so many lies, life like good music never dies. A man is a sufferer of no mean order. I must die one day, you'll all hear people say, storing up wealth, ignoring their health. But a tree is known by its fruits. a sufferer of no mean order, but dead he has an estate to the value of a million and over. Speaking for myself, I wish the darkness had stayed. The morning became evening, the sun is going down, but equality and justice is nowhere to be found. Of all these plagues, I've had my fill, even in the wee hours of the morning.
7: selected for a mission of the utmost importance. What mission? Save Save the world. Yes, yes,
2: We are gonna speed through the last couple tracks and we're probably gonna have adam back on to do more dubstep things thank you for joining tnn damn that's crazy
4: Have the West Coast
2: that was the wrong Maddie G track, what the fuck.